Turn in your Bibles to Proverbs 1, and let's take a look at verse 7, and then we'll jump down to verse 20, down to verse number 23. All right, so uh, chapter number 1, beginning with verse 7, and then from verses 20 down to verse 23, just to, uh, again, as to lay the foundation of what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, Proverbs 1, 7, a very foundational verse, one that... Uh, many Bible teachers would say is the key verse of the book of Proverbs, right here in verse 7. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Uh, jump down to verse 20. The Bible says, Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates. In the city she uh, uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Let's pray. Father, we come before you, and God, we do pray for your blessing upon the preaching and teaching of your word tonight, Lord. A very... A simple truth tonight, but a very important truth uh, for us to recognize, Lord. I pray that as we uh, learn about the Bible, who the Bible describes as the fool here in the book of Proverbs, I pray that, uh, Lord, we would see it as a warning in our own lives, Lord, that we would stray, uh, Lord, from the path of foolishness, Lord, and that we would stray, in, uh, Lord, that we would intentionally uh, pursue the path of wisdom. Lord, I pray, God, for young people here tonight, Lord, that you would help them, Lord, at an early age to, Lord, heed the wisdom of your word as your word crieth out to them. I pray that they would listen and they, that they would heed the, tr- the truth of your word. And, Lord, this is a lesson. This is the truth for uh, every single one of us, Lord, in all seasons of life, Lord. Uh, Lord, as we are called to heed the path of wisdom, and, Lord, just to forsake uh, and to root out a foolishness, uh, that might still reside within our hearts, Lord, even as believers. God, I pray you'd have your will and way. Help me to teach tonight clearly. And Lord, just to be glorified, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so last week, again, if you're taking notes, I'll uh, put some stuff up here on the screen if you want to write these down. We began talking about uh, three characters uh, that the book of Proverbs, uh, on a again, again, and again, Uh, refers to these three characters in the book of Proverbs that are representative of people in the world. I mean, at one time, uh, before we knew Christ, it was, you know, we fit into one of these categories here, maybe a couple of the categories. Uh, But even as believers, you know, we can still act foolishly. You know, we can still uh, do foolish things, um, even as believers in Jesus Christ. But the book of Proverbs speaks of uh, what one commentator refers to as a terrible trio um, who are either some of them are simply ignorant of God's word, they're naive, they're easily misled, um, whereas others are what the Bible describes as as fools or scorners, um, or again those who are naive, the simple or the ignorant. Uh, you have the scorner, the one who ridicules. You have the fool, the one who is resistant uh, to God's wisdom. And last week we began looking at. Uh, one of the characters that is mentioned probably the most, and that is the fool. The fool is put in contrast with the wise. Uh, the book of Proverbs calls us to forsake the path of foolishness over and over again. and calls us to heed 
the voice or the cry of wisdom, to heed wisdom, to walk in the pathway of, of wisdom. And last week, one of the things we, again, I mentioned is that the chief cause of a person's foolishness is his or her refusal to heed or hear the wisdom of God's word. Again, the fool isn't somebody who is ignorant. It's often the fool and the scorner who, who know the word, who are familiar with the word, but who have chosen uh, to plug their ears to the word of God. Again, to reject the wisdom that is in the word of God. Again, and not to heed what the word of God says. Proverbs 1 verse 7 makes it clear, the latter part of the verse, that fools despise wisdom and instruction. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Again, that is the root problem. Uh, that it, it is a heart problem. It is a spiritual problem. Again, they despise wisdom and they despise instruction. Why is that? Well, Proverbs 12, 15, if we recall from last week, the Bible says that the fool, again, is wise in his own eyes. The fool is wise in his own eyes. He doesn't need anybody teaching him. All right, he doesn't need anybody telling him what to do. All right, he, doesn't, he doesn't need, again, the, the wisdom of God's word because in his opinion, he has things figured out. He has life figured out. Again, he doesn't. He is, he is wise in his own eyes. Uh, he is puffed up you know, with himself. Proverbs 18 verse 2 says about the fool that the fool hath no delight in understanding. The fool hath no delight in in understanding. And that's why it's often a, an exercise in futility to even try to reason with a fool and try to teach them the word of God. Again, it's often a, a waste of time. Again, what you need to do for a person who is unsaved and fits in this category is fervently pray for that person. Again, pray that God would intervene, pray that God would humble them and bring them to a place in their life where they recognize their need of the Lord, where they recognize that they don't have life all figured out. Again, that again, they, they, they need the Lord. They need his truth. They need his word. Again, and they need his guidance within their life. This week, I want to begin looking at some of the characteristics of the fool. And uh, there's a lot of these. Uh, so I'm not going to cover all of these tonight. I'm only going to cover one of the characteristics I got into uh, studying this and realized that, again, I, I feel like it'd be better just to break this up into sections. Uh, so we're going to deal with one characteristic, one major characteristic of the fool that the Bible, uh, specifically the book of Proverbs, speaks about. And that is the speech of the fool. All right, The fool reveals himself uh, in many times through his speech. All right, he, You listen to a person, you hear a person. And oftentimes, again, you can uh, learn a lot about that person by the words that they use. That they use, and that's a biblical concept. That's a biblical principle. I mean, Jesus made it clear in the Gospels that it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. All right, the mouth or the the, the words a person uses is a reflection. It is a mirror of what is going on in the heart of a person. And a person may try to hide who they really are, but you stop and you listen to, to what they say, to how they use their words, and you can tell a lot about where that person is spiritually. You can tell a lot about where the heart of that person is. Jesus said in Luke 6.45, he said, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart 
bringeth forth that which is evil. For out of the for of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. All right, so good heart, good words. Evil heart, evil words. Uh, again, good heart. Again, the, the mouth is used. The, the speech is used. Words are used uh, for for godly purposes, for good purposes, for edifying and helpful uh, purposes. All right, the heart is 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 evil. The heart is bent on sin. That is going to be seen within the speech of a person. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Uh, so the fool. He betrays the reality of his foolish heart through his speech. That is, the, that is one of the first ways, one of the most obvious ways uh, that the fool betrays himself. All right? That he reveals his true colors, that he shows who he really is on the inside. So what kind of speech is characteristic of the fool? Again, and, and, and what kind of speech, because it is characterized by the fool, should we avoid as believers? Should we avoid as those who, again, I hope every single one of us would say in here tonight, who desire wisdom, who desire not to be in this category we're speaking about tonight, but to be in the category of the wise, those who heed the wisdom of God's word. And the first one I'll give you is, uh, again, a fool is, is characterized by boisterous or clamorous speech. Consider the verse in Proverbs 9.13, the Bible says a foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple, knowing nothing. And that's about the as much of an opposite of a compliment as, as you can give somebody. Okay? So uh, what, what uh, the writer here is saying, again, is describing a, a foolish woman. It says she's clamorous. The word clamorous means she's loud. All right? She's loud. She's, she's boisterous. She's, she's talking all the time. Uh, but not only that, it says she is simple, knowing nothing. All right, so she's loud right here, you know, but she's ignorant up here. <laughs> so again, she, she's loud with her mouth, but she is she knoweth nothing. She is simple. She is ignorant. Uh, she doesn't have what the Bible describes in First Peter three verse four of that of, of a meek and quiet spirit, uh, which is in the sight of God of great price. And that is what, again, a, a godly lady ought to be seeking after is that meek and the quiet spirit, not to be clamorous or not to be boisterous. Somebody wisely said the problem today is that those who know the least know it the loudest. And that applies to I mean, that applies to, you know, anyone. I mean, uh, regardless of of whether, you know, they're, they're men or women that again, this applies to. Uh, many people in our day and age, again, those who know the least, say it or know it the loudest. All right? Just because somebody is loud and boisterous again, doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. All right? just, just because you increase the volume doesn't make what somebody is saying more true. Um, so again, don't, don't be deceived by that in, in our digital social media age in which we live. Let's continue on and let's also take a look at another characteristic of of the fool in regards to his speech, the fool has excessive speech. So not just loud and ignorant speech, uh, but also excessive speech. Consider what Proverbs 10 verse 8 says. The Bible says the wise in heart will receive commandments. All right. But a prating fool shall fall. All right. So there, there's a contrast here. The wise, what do they do? They receive the commandments of the Lord. 
But a prating fool shall fall. What, is, what does that word prating mean? That word prating means, means babbling. All right? It means someone who talks excessively. All right? Someone who talks simply for the sake of talking. Again, they, they, they babble on about the things that are of no, ultimately of no profit. And just because somebody has loudness, it doesn't mean that what they're saying is true. Just because somebody, you know, just excessively speaks doesn't mean that they, again, that they ought to be listened to. That, again, they, they are speaking wisdom, that they are speaking truth. The Bible says in Proverbs 29, 20, it says, Seest thou a man hasty in his words? There is more hope of a fool than of him. All right, so the Bible warns us. Again, don't be hasty in your words. And we'll touch on that more in just a little bit. Let's continue on. What is another characteristic of, of the fool, uh, again, connected with his speech? The fool's speech is often slanderous or dishonest um, in nature. Consider what Proverbs 10:18 says. It says, he that hideth hatred with lying lips... All right, so he hides what is really in his heart. Maybe he flatters, which is a form of deception. But within his heart he has hatred, but he hides it with lying lips. And he that uttereth a slander, what is that? Again, that is uh, spreading a, a false report, uh, again, about another person with the intention of hurting that person. All right, so he that uttereth a slander is a fool. So the Bible here speaks of lying lips, and the Bible speaks of slander. Again, both of those go together. Both of those are deceptive. They are dishonest. Uh, both of those, again, should, should never be seen in the life of the believer. The believer should be the most honest people on planet Earth. Um, we should guard our words and make sure, again, that we are using honest speech. Um, we should not give in to, we should not even come close to, uh, what the Bible refers to here, lying lips or slander. The Bible says this in Proverbs 12, 22. It says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. All right. So what's an abomination to the Lord? Lying lips are right? those who use their lips to spread lies. Those who use their words to spread lies. Again, those the, the, that, uh, that, that sin is an abomination to the Lord. Proverbs 13.5 says that a righteous man hateth lying. All right, a righteous man hateth lying. Again, someone who is right with the Lord, again, they are going to be opposed to lying, and they're going to hate lying. Again, they, they're not going to want a characteristic of their life, and they're not going to, uh, again, uh, put up with it you know, in, in other relationships. Another characteristic of the fool in regards to his speech is that he is proud and he is boastful in his speech. Proverbs 14, verse 3 says, In the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise shall preserve them. All right, so the foolish, uh, we've already seen this characteristic, but he is proud. Uh, he is boastful. Why? Because he is right in his own eyes. He's not going to listen to you know, others because he has life figured out. Again, he, he, is, he is conceited. He has a false view of himself, and he won't heed instruction. And that's also revealed not just in his life and his response to others, but also in his speech as well. Here's another characteristic of the fool in regards to his speech. He has unfiltered speech. 
He has unfiltered speech. In other words, he speaks whatever comes to his mind. He speaks whatever comes to his mind. Not a good practice to have in your life. Proverbs 15, verse 2, it says, The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. The mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. Again, I like the word that's the wording that's used there. Again, the mouth of the fool, it, it, it pours out foolishness. In other words, again, you could say the, the through his mouth, again, the, the floodgates of his heart are opened up again. And, and what comes gushing forth out of his heart through or, uh, through his words is foolishness. What is in his heart? Again, is comes through his words and it pours out foolishness. Here's another verse to keep in mind. Proverbs 29, 11. The Bible says a fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it in till afterwards. All right. Again, if if, if again, if you just say whatever comes to your mind, you're probably going to get yourself in a whole lot of trouble doing that. Uh, maybe you've done that before. I'm sure all of us have done that at some point. And you you would agree. Yes. Again, when I just say what comes to my mind again, it's it usually doesn't end up very well. Um, there is wisdom. The wise person, again, is the one who notice here in this verse, he keeps it in till afterwards. All right. He, he studies the situation. He analyzes things. He thinks through things carefully before he says anything. He's not hasty in his words. He's not quick to utter his mind. And yes, he will speak. As, he, he will speak. Again, he, he will speak up and he will say what needs to be said. But again, not, not just on a whim. Again, it, it, there's much thought that goes behind what the wise person says. But a fool uttereth all his mind. James 1.19 calls us to be swift to hear and slow to speak. To be swift to hear and slow to speak. But the fool, uh, again, turns that around. And he's not swift to hear, slow to speak. No, he's quick to speak and slow to hear. He's not interested in others teaching him and others instructing him. But he's quick to speak. He's quick to give his point of view. He's quick to give his opinion. He's quick to say whatever has come to his mind, whatever he thinks is right, he is quick to say. And we are to be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, James 1.19 says. We have uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason, and we should use them proportionately. There is great wisdom in learning to talk less and listen more. As a person grows in wisdom, they're going to learn, they're going to apply, that, that, that character trait is going to be seen within their life. They're going to talk less, they're going to listen more. They're going to talk less, and they are going to listen more. Why? Again, because they're, they're not like the fool. They're not simply going to utter all their mind. Again, things may come to their mind, and they probably will, but they're going to be very careful you know, before they say what is in their mind. They're going to make sure that what they're saying is necessary, that what they're saying is helpful, uh, that what they're saying is, is, again, being said at the right time in the right way to the right people. Uh, the wise person studies to answer. All right, he, he thinks before he speaks. 
He carefully analyzes situations and then he then he speaks what needs to be said. All right. So the wise person learns to control his tongue, whereas the foolish person again, has unfiltered speech. They just speak whatever comes to the mind. And it usually uh, gets them into a lot of trouble. Kind of goes along with the next point here. The foolish has contentious speech, contentious speech. Consider what Proverbs 18 verses 6 through 7 says. The Bible says a fool's lips enter into contention and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the snare of his soul. A person with a contentious spirit, again, it often reveals that through his contentious words. Again, we're not talking about contending. Again, we're called to contend for the faith. Uh, again, that's not what we're talking about here. But one, someone who's always looking to pick a fight, right? someone who's always looking to argue, someone who's always looking you know, to, uh, uh, to, to, to stir up trouble with, with, with his words. Again, it's going to be seen in the way he uses his words. He is a contentious, they are a contentious, again, person. Again, yet you see here in verse number seven, it makes it clear, a fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the snare of his soul. Right? So his reckless speech brings spiritual ruin within his life. This can apply to an unbeliever. This can apply to a believer, too. A believer who never learns to guard their lips, never again, never learns to control the words they say, never learns self-control in this area or to be led by the Spirit of God in this area. Again, what they say will become a snare to them spiritually. It will be spiritual bondage. It will become a spiritual trap in their life and where they will bring ruin and where they will bring great sorrow you know, into their own life, but also into relationships with others in their life as well. Let's continue on. Proverbs 20, verse 3, under the same point here, says, It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. All right, so we see here, again, the first part of the verse says, It's an honor for a man to cease from strife. Again, someone who's walking in wisdom, they're not, they're not going out looking to pick a fight. Again, they're, yes, they're going to stand for the truth and they're going to say what needs to be said. But the only reason there's going to be strife is because of the truth and not because of them. Uh, again, they're not going to compromise the truth. They're going to speak the truth, but they're not going out trying to just stir things up. They're not going out in order to be contentious. They are peacemakers. You know, they, 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 they again, are, are um, those who are seeking after true, godly, biblical peace. They're not looking for strife. Now, strife may come, and they need to handle that right, but they're not looking for it. They're not trying to create it. But every fool will be meddling. And then the last characteristic here says perverse. The word perverse means twisted or perverted speech. Proverbs 19.1 says, Better is the poor that walketh in his integrity than he that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. All right, so it's better to be poor in this world and to have character and integrity, to walk in wisdom, than to be the fool over here, again, who is perverse in his lips. All right, so we see here many characteristics of, of the fool. And the fool reveals himself. He reveals his true colors. He reveals his heart. 
the abundance of his heart is is revealed through the abundance of his words. And he, he ruins lives with his words. And he ruins relationships with his words. He often brings spiritual ruin into his own life with his words. And even as believers, you know, we, again, we can still, this is probably the hardest thing to get sanctified, is the tongue. You know, we may have other areas of life, but many times the hardest thing in many believers' lives is the tongue. Is how we use our words. And your words can be used, you know, to to help and to encourage and to speak truth and and to bring uh, healing and again to to edify and to build up and to help people in their walk with God, pointing people to Christ. Again, or your words can be used to destroy, again, and to kill and to tear down, again, and to destroy the lot your life and the lives of those around you. That is why we need to pray like the psalmist in Psalm 141, or Psalm 141, verse number 3. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. That word watch there, set a watch, literally is, is the idea of a guard. God put a guard before my mouth. Keep, Lord, that's the same idea to guard. Keep the door of my lips. God, help me to guard this right here. God, help me to be very careful with what I say. God, help me to use words that are only pleasing in your sight. The Bible presents this stark contrast, and we mainly focus on the fool, not the wise. We'll talk about that later on. But again, we see here a a, a stark contrast. The fool's words can reveal a foolish heart. They become a snare to his soul. And they often ruin his own life, and they ruin many of the other lives that are that are connected to him. You know, a Christian can be guilty of, of falling into any of any one of these things we've talked about. Again, falling into a dishonest speech, slanderous speech. A Christian can fall into using contentious speech. You know, a Christian can fall into using boastful or proud speech, and these are all things again that. Uh, with the Lord's help, by the help of his Holy Spirit guiding us and leading us, and that we uh, must avoid, we must resist within our life. And we must come before the Lord, as, as Romans 12 talks about, and, and again offer up our lives as a living sacrifice to God. And, and it's the, uh, in essence, what's that saying is surrendering yourself to the Lord on a daily basis. Surrendering yourself to the Lordship of Christ on a daily basis. And make sure when you do that, that you include your words, that you include your tongue. Can even, even if you want to write out Psalm 141, verse 3, and pray that every day, Lord, set a watch before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. God, I want to use words that are honoring to you. I want to use words that are necessary. I want to use words that are true. I want to use words that are helpful. I want to use words that that bring life. God, help me, Lord, to avoid avoid the characteristics of the fool and the way that he uses his words. It's a daily battle. It's a daily thing. 
It's, it's, it's a, a daily yielding of, of yourself and yielding of your, your tongue to the Lord and, and asking the Lord to, to sanctify you and to help you to use your words in a way that that is honoring to him. Psalm 141, verse 3. I'll read it again. The psalmist prayed, said, A watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Let's pray. Father, we come before you, Lord, and God, we uh, thank you for the truth that we have seen in your word tonight. God, we thank you, Lord, just for the warnings, uh, but also, Lord, just the clear examples that you've given us of, of the fool and of how he uses his speech. God, I do pray, Lord, that you would help us, Father, to resist these things in our own hearts, in our own lives. Lord, to avoid having clamorous and, and boastful speech, Lord, to uh, boisterous speech, God, to avoid having, uh, Lord, just a uh, Lord speech that that. Uh, Lord, just is, is always looking contentious speech, Lord, always looking to pick a fight with our words. I pray, Lord, that you would, uh, Lord, help us to think through all these different characteristics, Lord, and to examine our own hearts, Lord. Uh, Lord, and just uh, I pray that if any of these characteristics are found within our own life, Lord, God, I pray that we would yield them to you, Lord, and repent of that, Lord, and, and just to find forgiveness in Christ, not only forgiveness, uh, grace to forgive, but also grace to transform, Lord. And, Lord, to replace foolish speaking with wise speaking. Lord, the word has so much to say about the use of our words. And, Lord, I pray that this would be something that would be uh, sanctified in our lives. God, I pray, Lord, that this would be something that would be at the forefront of our minds on a daily basis. Lord, just the power of our words, Lord. Lord, just to, uh, Lord, either, uh, Lord, bring life or to bring death. And God, I pray, Lord, that we would use our words wisely and resist uh, the path of the fool. And I pray this in Jesus' name.